We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is a Locker Room production. Woo! What's going on, everybody? Welcome to our b- 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 bonus episode of the Pride Podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm, and I have my good guy, Pierre, with me today. What's going on, Pierre? I'm good, man. Chilling. You know, crazy day in the NFL today. Those trades? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it, man. Um, I'm having a little bit of... Wait, give me one second. Yo, talk, talk, say something right now. Hi. Okay, there we go. I'm good. I'm good. At first, I didn't hear you. Your voice is coming out my, my out my laptop. It was going crazy, but we we here now. Um, yeah, man, a lot of stuff was happening to the NFL, man. Uh, do you want to break it down so far? With start off with those trades. Yeah. So I'm not gonna like say like all the terms. I'll just say like kind of what's going on this year in the draft. Um, so the Niners actually traded up to number three likely taking a quarterback, you know, uh, first two picks will probably be Lawrence and Wilson, and then the Niners will take quarterback. Then Atlanta could possibly take quarterback, so that that leaves Detroit. Um, probably Detroit probably won't go QB unless they trade up or Justin Fields somehow falls to them. Uh, mm. And then uh, the Eagles, the Eagles fly. and then the Niners. <laughs> the Niners, they traded again. Up with the uh, not the Niners. I'm sorry, damn it. What's going on? The Dolphins traded up with the Eagles, number six, to leave Detroit. So the the uh, the Dolphins could be looking at maybe taking a receiver like Jamar Chase, maybe Kyle Pitts, um, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith. You know, I think that's what the Dolphins are probably looking at. Detroit's probably looking at receiver right now too, maybe. So, uh, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, if, to be yeah, for me, man. I mean, it kind of. They kind of let the other team like leapfrog each other to trying to get a quarterback. Right. Me personally, I, you, you know how I felt about it. Yeah, I didn't think the Lions were going to get a quarterback regardless of what was going to happen, unless something crazy happened and like, you know, one of these top two quarterbacks fell and fell to seven. I'm talking about like either like a Trevor Lawrence or a um, Zach Wilson. I think if they would have fell to seven, I think you have no choice but to grab them, you know? But I think when it comes to Fields, Lance, um, Mac Jones, who Mac Jones? Mac Jones. I, I didn't see them grabbing a quarterback, and that's just me because, and like I was telling Tyler last week, of just the, the way everything just happened with golf. I mean, I feel like they're gonna they're, they're putting 
it all into golf right now. And that's just the way I just feel right now until he proves to them that he's not the guy. So yeah. to them, to them, he's the, he's their guy. So I, I just feel like they're going to build around him. I think they're going to try to get him the best possible situations to succeed this year and not just kind of give him like, all right, we're not going to give you no weapons. We're going to get a quarterback later, you know, go out there and tank. I don't think they're going to do that with golf. I think they're going to give golf the best opportunity to succeed, to try to be a franchise quarterback. Yeah. All right. Uh, Nathan came on. Nathan, you have a question. What's up? Hey guys, how you doing? What's up? Nathan? No, 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 no. Um, so yeah, talking about the drafts, I mean, trade today, crazy. Um, I honestly think that this might take us out of the running of trading down because now that the 49ers traded up, I feel like the three best quarterbacks probably will be gone and more likely Lance will probably be gone before the Lions draft at seven. So I don't think the Lions are going to, I don't think anybody's going to trade up, you know, with the Lions now that they know the quarterbacks will all be gone. So I think the Lions are now stuck with a BPA situation. Um, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I think Jamar Chase would be perfect for this team, you know, along with Williams and um, and uh, Rashard Pyramid. But I'm leaning more towards Slater. I I think you got to build the <laughs> trenches. And you get a guy like Slater on the right side with Decker, who's a franchise left tackle. You've got Ragnow in the middle. You've got um, Jonah Jackson at one of the guard positions. And hopefully a Haluti Vitae at the other one. I mean, you've got a damn good O-line. I got to stop you. I got to stop you. I got to stop you. <laughs> Haluti Vitae is not, it's not enough future plans. <laughs> well, but, but right, right, right. His contract, his contract is right now. But what I'm saying is you've got four young offensive linemen. I mean, man, you know, Goff is a really happy guy. I'll tell you that right now. Like, he'll have plenty of time to throw the ball. And and these receivers got speed, so I see a lot of play action, go routes. Um, Swift is going to love it. So, and you got Hawk, too. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm just I'm, – I'm leaning more towards Slater. I, I think Slater would solidify this O-line for years to come and probably be one of the best O-lines we've seen probably since the Dallas Cowboys O-line. Mm, I, I like I like that I like that a lot, man. Um, I kind of the thing is, and Slater, if he's there, man, I'm I'm all in. I'm all in on Slater. Um, and I said this before, man. If you just pop the tape with him versus um Chase Young, just pop the tape. What's it for him versus Chase Young? How you shut him down? He is a one of the he's a hell of a tackle, and he could be a guy that's. Could make us have a top five O line in the in the NFL. Maybe maybe top three if you plug in Slater in there. That'll be that'll be a hell of a move. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind that at all. What what about you, Pierre? How do you how do you feel they just went O line? I'm a fan of O line. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and also with Slater, he's versatile. He could play guard as well. So in case he doesn't work at tackle or if they're not he's not ready to play tackle, you could play him at guard. You could play him at tackle. You could you can move him around. He's a versatile guy. Um. Also, when you look at the O-line, the only offensive lineman, the only offensive tackle, I'm sorry, after this year is Decker. Terrell Crosby's a free agent, and Matt Nelson is more like a backup. Yeah, I don't really, uh, I don't know if he's really a starter yet. I don't know if he's ready. So you, you don't really have anyone other than Decker. So look, a tackle, I'm 100% sure they'll draft a tackle. I don't know whether it'll be in the first round, second round, or, or whenever it'll be. 
So a tackle is a need, and I would be happy with Slater. But I'll say this. Um, if you get a chance to get a guy like Jamar Chase or Jalen Waddell, I'd rather go with them over Slater, but I wouldn't be mad with Slater. And, and yeah. I also, also want to say this. I want, I, want to, I want to bring this up because a lot of times we kind of look too much as far as what these analysts, their mocks, and we think everything is set in stone. I think, I think we, we, got, we got to clear our mind on that because I don't think just because, yeah, the 49ers moved up, everybody's thinking automatically they're getting Fielder or Lance. Oh, they could go receiver. They need a receiver yeah. back. It's not even that. It's, 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 it's not even that. And just remember this Remember this topic. There's a chance that they could get Mac Jones. Who? Who? Mac Jones. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mac Jones. I'm telling you. Malcolm. Um, and they were saying, they were saying this. Bro, just hear me out. <laughs> I I don't agree with it. Wait, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm going. Hold on. Give me one second. Let me tune this out. All right. So, like, like I was saying, I'm still echoing. What the? F- You're not echoing. It's just from what you. I don't hear is... hey, You're not echoing, bro. It's just from you, bro. Uh, You're good. It, it, yeah, it, it, it's from my end. I just hear it because You're I have the Mac Jones in the in the background. Yeah. So, so Mac Jones, and and the reason why I say this, and people are like, "Who?" Yeah, Mac Jones, this guy. Oh, <laughs> the reason why I'm saying there's a chance that they could go with Mac Jones is because he recently had his pro day, and yeah. he's a guy who they already just they did they, they already evaluated him. And this is a chance for him to say, okay, we feel comfortable now moving up to get this guy. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields didn't have a pro day yet. So that's why I don't think I don't think Justin Fields is even in play right now. Because Justin Fields could, you know, they, they didn't look at Justin Fields yet. So I don't think Justin, I don't think he's in play, but I think Lance or Mac Jones <laughs> is I in play. And I wouldn't be shocked if they went Mac Jones. I think you have a great point because, like I think I said in the last time we, um, I was on here, there's always a reach in the top ten, like a always. pick that no was like, where the hell did that come from? Always, you know. But, and it only takes one team to fall in love with a player in order to make a trade. I mean, in order to make the pick or the trade. So I agree with you. I think that there very well could be a surprise pick in the top ten, which is good for the Lions because that means a, another good player will slide down to the Lions. And then there goes the opportunity of you know being able to trade. So that that's what I'm saying. You you can still keep that mind that that mindset of yeah we can still possibly trade if this happens. So yeah, I don't think it's in stone that it's, everything's gonna fall the way everybody's playing it to be. So you know who knows what happens. You know maybe the quarterback still could be there and then we could trade back if you know just if, if Fields and Lance is still there when we pick. And, uh, the last thing I'll say and I'll, I'll get off um, after this. I mean honestly. Getting John, um, Jonathan, getting uh, Chase? Jamar, no Williams. What was what's first name? You talking about Chase? Tyrell Williams. Jamar Chase? No, 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 no. Uh, uh, the running back from the Green Bay. Oh, um, name slipping my mind right now. Jamal, Jamal Williams. Williams. Jamal, Jamal, Jamal Williams. Williams. There you go. Getting yeah, Jamal, Jamal getting Jamal Williams. I'll say this right now. He is a starter. You got yeah. a starter for cheap in case carry on goes down or or heaven forbid if something happens to Swift. And you go get Slater, oh, my God, we will be running the football down people's throats. And Goff will not have to throw 20, 30 passes a game because it'll be play action and it'll be running the ball. I mean, so I'm, I'm totally I'm, cool with that. I'm down. I'm down because I, I love positions that make other people yeah. better. Any position, you, you plug in a position and you're saying, all right, this position is going to make the quarterback better. It's going to make the running back better. It's going to make the receivers mm-hmm. better because they're going to have them have more time to run their routes. Because they give the QB more time in the pocket. Anytime you get a guy that makes everybody around them better, I'm all in. 
I'm all in. And you so, forget Lynn. Lynn loves to run the football. Even yeah. though people say he'll pass, he loves to run the football. Eckler, Jackson, uh, I forgot the other dude they had. I mean, he loved running football. Gordon, yeah, yeah go, go, of course, Gordon. Lynn, if I'm not mistaken, was a running back coach, right? His background? Yeah, 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 he's, yeah, he's a running back coach. Yeah, so hopefully we see, hopefully we see more screens and 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 uh, draw plays, man. I have not seen that in the Lions repertoire in a long time, and I think we have the backs to do it now. So hopefully we see more of that because I think we I, I think we will it too. I think we will uh, see I'm, a lot of screens. Let's do it. Put Swift in, in space and let let him roll. Just start. Right, you look at all right, bro. Peace. I mean, like, oh. thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thank always you for coming on. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now, uh, now Malcolm, all right, let's say, uh, would you trade up to four for Justin Fields? No. No, okay. I'm not trading. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't care who it is up there. I'm not trading. <laughs> I'm not trading any picks for any players right now. I mean, yeah, the Lions are in situation. In any situation to build, man. And this is you know we right. all know that this is a it's gonna be a, a slow race. I mean, we don't need to rush anything right now. I mean, just take it as it come. We have a lot of picks in the future, guys. Yeah. Just um, hell. I mean, if you feel like a, a guy that's a difference maker, JR seven, you draft him. If if not, you feel like you could trade back a few, so get a difference maker. I'll trade back. All right. I don't, now, think, I don't I wanna, think it's the wrong. I don't think it's the wrong answer. Yeah, I want to get into like the round two. Like, what is it? Pick forty-one. I think if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I 40, think forty-one. Forty-one. All right. So, uh, so the Lions obviously met with Asante Samuel Junior. Junior. They released Justin Coleman. Uh, would you like Asante Samuel Junior. at forty-one? So you technically you basically have Akuda and Amani on the outside and Samuel mm. uh, playing the nickel. Playing the nickel, man. That's that's one hell of a secondary right there. That'll be one hell of a secondary right there. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, can can they make them? Can they do it? I mean, is is for sure? Asante Samuel's gonna be there at that pick. If he's there, sure. I mean, I'm I'm all in. Yeah, I, I did a mock draft today. Um, let me uh, read it off to you. Where? Let me pull it up real fast. Is this, the one on, he had, is this the one you had Jamar Chase going um, to yeah, the Yeah, yeah. So I, I want to read it off to you. I'll just go with, like, the first three picks because the other some people might not know the other guys as well. But at number seven, it was Jamar Chase. At number 41, it was Asante Samuel Jr. At number 77, it was Tommy Togai. He's a defensive tech out of Ohio State. He could rush the passer. Um, so how would you feel about that? 
those are great moves. I mean, you went wide receiver, so you're giving golf a weapon, even though yeah. even though Chase is is a, is a toss up because well, now my now because Miami leapfrogged us, everybody's assuming, you know, Jamar Chase because Jamar Chase is a better he's a better receiver of the three. I mean, overall, but. Does Miami go for the better receiver three, or do they go with chemistry? Because Tua played with Waddle, played with played with Smith, that and they already have they already have they already have a a connection. So do they? Wh- which route do they go? So now, so Chase could come to us. You know, they might go to the route of yeah, let's get somebody who Tua's already comfortable with. Let's get him right. Devontae Smith, or let's get him Waddle. You know, versus Jamar Chase, who Tua never even threw a ball to before. So yeah, that that'll be interesting. So that'll be a great pick. And I think he'll be a number one. He'll be number one for sure. For sure. I think all those guys are number ones. Well, most of them. Let's say Miami took Chase, right? And Detroit, if you have to pick between Waddle and Smith and Pitts, I personally would take Jalen Waddle. I love speed. Waddle, to me, is like a Tyree kill. He's better than Ruggs, in my opinion. He's a better route runner. He's he's better at running the deeper routes, too. Um, I I don't know. Okay, that's just you, bro. I know you. Like, I know. Uh, so, would you take Pitts, Smith, or Waddle? And I also want to see uh, what they think too. What, what like, I want to see what uh, you guys think in the chat, nice. or you guys could. You guys could are, are, are we strictly? Are we strictly talking about wide receiver tight ends? Like, so you're telling me all the offensive tackles are gone? Both of the tackles are gone? This is just like a scenario. Like, if you had a big between those three, who would you pick? Just out of those three, Smith, Waddle, and Pitts. Smith, Waddle, Pitts. <sighs> I personally don't have a, I would say, favorite. I would, I would, I would be, I would feel the same way if they drafted any of those guys, Smith, Waddle, or Chase. Because, like, I, I know we had this debate earlier about um, Smith and Waddle. Yeah, that it is. Like I said, those two got our preference, and I think Smith. I know everybody's concerned about his weight. He's a young kid. He's a kid, <laughs> and he, he's going to eventually grow into his weight. But and if he does. You're looking at a phenomenal receiver. That kid I mean, could do. He could do it all. But to, that that weight, his weight is a big concern to me right now. He, he didn't even weigh in at the um at the com at the, his pro day. He just said he was once one seventy, I think. And then at at, uh, at the senior bowl, it was rumored that he was one sixty five. Uh, and then uh, he he didn't do none of the drills either. So but how I'm a little Smith? concerned with how does, I think he's twenty two, twenty two, man, something like that. That's, he has his yeah. whole life. You know how much I weighed when I was twenty two years old, <laughs> bro. But this is different, bro. This is like the NFL. This ain't like I, I get it. This is NFL, but this is life. He's a he's a kid that hasn't probably hit his hit his 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 his, his spurt yet. You know he could gain the weight. He's not going to be one sixty. Not going to be one sixty five when he's twenty years old, or you know he could grow into the weight. I mean, it's possible. he is he is twenty though. He's almost twenty now, and he, or he and he's only one hundred and sixty. That's ridiculous. Well, there's well, there was rumors. No, nobody knows exactly how much you this kid weighs because he never weighed in. But yeah, I can tell it? you, I can tell you now, he's 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 a slim dude. He's he's six one, but he's very slim, very slim. But and, he couldn't all play Waddle when he was playing with Waddle all the time. He starred when Waddle got injured out. Like I'm t- this guy, that's what I'm saying. He 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 is a playmaker, and that's what I'm saying. Like, but when Waddle was there. Waddle was the playmaker, mm. and it's like when Waddle was well playing him, and he when like he didn't even play with Tua hardly because he couldn't crack the lineup at that point for Smith. 
Well, there was like Judy and Ruggs, to be fair, sure. and he did play. He did play though. Yeah, he, he made he, he made like play, he, but... he made like do he make like all like the, the like the big plays? I think he was predictable like the, like in the, the second the, round. The, the, like the, the national championship game, he's the one that came up with the touchdown to win them the the bowl game. But Waddle was the one getting all the playing time. All he was the one that was trusted by the team as much. So you, I I think you can't. He's got a a much high. I mean, he might have a high ceiling, but he's got doesn't have the floor that you're going to get from Waddle. Yeah, I think it's a lot less risk to go with Waddle. Mind you, I still go. I still like the offensive tackle. Like I'm still with you. I need Tyler here to back me up on this one. But I think if you get the offensive tackle, you're going to have the protection for uh, for Goff. You've got the new tight end. I think your running game is going to look a lot better. And I, I'm still going that way. You know, uh, if I had yeah. a choice outside receiver, but yeah, yeah. I, remember, I remember you from the last from the last yeah, episode. But I do you, like you did, you, you did say you wanted the offensive. You did want to go offensive lineman. Now we're talking about strictly wide receivers here. Um, so you would rather go Waddle over Pitts and, and Smith? Yes, I, I think if you're going to take a receiver, take a receiver. I mean, we got Hawkinson as our our Pitts. I don't think we need to go with another tight end right now. Well, here's the thing though with Pitts. I personally don't want. I'm not like Pitts is not my number one option, but Pitts and Hawkinson are two different skill sets, right? Hawkinson's more like an inline blocker, and Pitts is more like your wide receiver type of tight end. Right. If you, like want you match him up. if you want a wide receiver, take one of the better wide receivers in the first round. Like take Chase or Waddle. Don't take uh, – I wouldn't take Pitts. You, yeah, That's we wouldn't take him. But uh, I know like a lot of NFL people like view him as sure. a number one weapon, like offensive weapon yeah. outside of the quarterback position. So um, Pitts – I mean Pitts could be gone at number seven realistically. He could, he could be gone to Cincy, to be honest with you. If Cincy decided, hey, we need to give – how about we just give – um, borrow another weapon. They they got to yeah. take Sua, bro. They got to protect. Uh, they got to protect Joe Burrow. That's their number. You you see Burrow last year. You got to protect Burrow. So yeah, you got to take Sua. They don't take Sua. I'm like, cool, what the hell are they doing? Sua or Slater has to be their pick. They don't take them. They're looking for weapons. <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing. <laughs> that's dumb though. You know, you got to protect your franchise quarterback. It is. I know. I, I I get it. Shoot, I'm just hoping that they go the route of maybe they need a weapon. That's what I'm just hoping for. Because I really want one of the tackles. But um, yeah, I mean, personally, I don't, I don't feel like there's a wrong answer because I think any guy who they pick will be a, as I would say, a instant production for the Lions. Like I don't think there's gonna be a a window of oh he's gonna have a learning curve if you pick any of those guys. I think whichever guy you pick in those out of those three those three wide receivers, yeah, I'm gonna call him a wide receiver. Um, I'm gonna call Pitts a wide receiver. Whichever guy you get, I don't think it's gonna be a learning curve. I think you can just throw him in the field, and I think they're gonna make plays. So that's why I don't feel like they could go wrong. I don't care. I personally don't care. Now there could be one defensive player, and some people would love it. Some people would hate it. Um, mm. Say his you name. Know where I'm gonna go with this. Say his name. <laughs> Mika Parsons, linebacker out of Penn State, you know, he tested really well, I believe it was yesterday. But there's also some off-field issues now. We don't know how true these are, but there are some allegations, serious allegations. How would you feel about Mika Parsons at number seven? Are you a fan of drafting off-ball linebackers in the top ten? I don't get it. Why are people are why are people afraid of drafting off-ball linebackers in the top ten? Was it all the, the, the great off-ball linebackers drafted in the top ten? Luke Not necessarily. When was Luke Keekley was an eighth round pick? Eighth overall pick. He was, but I'm saying like you could still like find a solid linebacker later in the draft, right? Kind of, but I'm saying like where was uh the the, the Bears the, the Bears linebacker? What's his name? 
Roquan Smith. Where, 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 is, where was he drafted? In the top ten. So why is everybody scared of drafting linebackers in the top ten? I don't. I'm lo- I'm puzzled. Devin I'm puzzled. White also was a top ten. Top pick. ten. I like guys. Why are you scared? All the top linebackers in the NFL today are drafted in the top ten. Not all of them. Some some of them. You know, Fred Warner, fifth round pick, all pro linebacker. Yeah, but um, Bobby but Wagner that, was not a top ten pick. I know, but like when was the last time a, a top ten pick all ball linebacker was drafted and just didn't work out? Um, I, I don't really. Know. I don't remember either. I I, I don't remember what you. What were we gonna say? Um, what's his name? Daniel Jato last year. Who? What's his name? That went really? to the um, Cardinals. He wasn't really a linebacker. He was more like a safety to me. Isaiah safety. Simmons. Isaiah Simmons. He's more like a safety. He's like safety, a hybrid player. Safety linebacker. He was drafted inside. I I don't see what's the big deal. I, I think the these guys can still come in. They're they they're great. I mean, Luke Keekley was probably known as the best linebacker in the NFL, and he was drafted inside the top ten. Yeah, who's the linebacker? <laughs> so I don't care. I mean, it, it's all about it's all about can this guy play? This guy's running a four three. Wait, wait. <laughs> what, what were you saying, John? When they were going to draft Stafford, there was a, a linebacker that everyone wanted us to take. Curry, something Curry. Oh, I, I don't, I don't remember. Um, and he never panned out at all. He was gone in one year. And there was the, everyone wanted us to take. Am I talking? Because I, I don't hear nobody. Linebacker, and he ended up disappearing. You can't, like I say, no one spends the big dollars on a linebacker. Look at the big free agents that are up here. Yeah, so uh, I agree, John. I'm not really a big fan of drafting off-ball yeah. linebackers, but uh, if Mika Parsons actually ran a four-three-nine at six-three. 240 or whatever he is that that's impressive right you have a linebacker that big with that kind of speed and that kind of size that that's impressive but again he has these off-field issues and i, I don't know um I'm so I, mean, I, don't, I don't get it if you trade back i wouldn't mind <laughs> i'm telling you like sometimes like i just don't get it so like it's like all right as fans we're comfortable drafting a corner inside uh, you know in top three yeah we're not- that was a need at the time and that was like a win now season, though. You know, like, I, I, I know that, but you don't think a linebacker's a need for us right now? I mean, a staple, a staple piece. I think uh, it that, is, but you you could wait and still find like maybe a Jabril Cox or Jamin Davis in the second, or even in like the third or fourth round, like a Monty Rice or a Cameron McGrone. You know, I mean, you, I, I, you could I wait. I, I know there's guys there, but I don't think there's a there's a there's a there's a Parsons in there though. I don't think there's another linebacker running four threes. That's not yeah. like the sideline. <laughs> that's that's everywhere on the field, man. That's crazy. I, I, and the thing with the, the allegations, I'm still trying to figure out what allegations they are because every time I hear about it, it's like there's serious allegations. There, I don't want to. I don't want to say them on here, but if you Why go not? on Google, they're really serious. Now I just don't want to say. If you go on what? Google, did did, did 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 he do anything to a female? Um, no, but apparently he did some hazing with some males. I don't know. Just go on Google, type in Mika Parsons off-field issues. Oh, and my you'll God. See it. Okay. <laughs> like, so yeah. Let me, so let me ask you a question. Um, does the Anzalone signing mean anything as far as maybe looking at linebacker later in the draft? You talking about the dude with the long hair? Yeah. Oh, hell no. That no, that's death, just a one-year deal. Death peace. Well, I, say with I, me. Say with me. Death he, piece. He can actually cover, and he can actually he played pretty well for the Saints. I, I think mean, he's like a he's like he kind of takes Tavai's spot right now. Tavai is just not death piece. I, I don't think Tavai's going to make the roster. Um, 
I really don't think so. No, man, he's not good. What? He's, yeah. <laughs> he's kind of got stone feet. Oh, yeah, Tavares is just like, he's he too slow so at processing. He's a slow player. He can't really tackle for his size. He's not a good linebacker. He just uh, isn't. Um, so, so I, I want to talk. Are you still there? I think we lost Yo, him. We lost him. Oh, there? Oh, yeah, you're Sorry back. about that. Um, so I want to talk defense real quick. Um, how many starters do you think we need to um, replace? Like, oh, wow. Okay. Um, All right, so so let's see. 11. 11. So you need a safety. You need a safety. You need a nickel. You probably need another linebacker. You need a defensive tackle that can rush the passer. Uh, maybe like four or five new starters, right? Yeah. You, and, don't, think, and, you, you don't think Hand could be the starter to Brocker with Brocker? Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, who? Hand, Deshaun Hand. I want to hear. I want to hear. I want to hear Pierre's opinion about Deshaun Hand right now. The thing is with Hand, he has a lot of potential, but the guy just can't stay on the field. And if you can't stay on the field, that that doesn't mean much, honestly. So he has to prove he can stay True. healthy this year. If he can't stay healthy, you know, um, it might be time to move on from him. Unfortunately, he's really talented, I, but he just. I, I, I think he could be penciled in the starter next to Brockers, at least right now. I mean, nope. I mean, unless we draft somebody, but their D tackle's not very deep right now. I would go with Hand and Brockers if you're going to do four three. I mean, I don't know what defense they're going to run. I mean, um, even uh, even if you have Brockers though, he he's 30 years old, and you have Nick Williams on a one year deal, and Deshaun Hand can't sure. stay healthy. Yeah, and then you do have the kid from last year. I forgot his name. Uh, Pacini? Cornell, Cornell, the kid out of Ohio State, and you got oh, Pennacini as well. Oh, yeah. Those guys, I think, are more on the roster bubble right now than are like closer to making it. Uh, so I think they will add another defense tackle in free or in the draft. I don't know where though, but they'll probably add another guy for sure. Yeah, I completely lost all faith in Deshaun Ham. Yeah, look at death piece, death piece. Cornerback is a real big concern because now Roberts signed with Washington. And we have no cornerbacks outside of Ford, Akuda, and Amani Awarie. Like, mm-hmm. We have no nickel cornerback. And I thought Roberts was maybe going to be that nickel if we kept him, but we didn't keep him. So yeah. I'm assuming we're going to have to address this in the draft. I hope we yep. take him in the second round. Yep. And, and if, yeah, and if, get some more if you heard, If you heard earlier, the guy who we, we really want is Asante Samuel Jr. Mm-hmm. If you plug him in, and I think you plug him in, we'll have a really good. We'll have a solid secondary, depending on what they do. We'll see. Yeah, they they got a they got two issues right now in the secondary: the depth at cornerback, and they need another starter opposite a Walker, and they need a nickel corner, obviously. So, um, who is starting instead of uh, Collins? Oh, there is some decent nickel corners out there. You got Nickel Roby. Col- I don't know if I said his name. Bradley Nickel Roby Colby or something like that. Don't ask me. We need Robbie Tyler Col- here. Ro- Robbie Coleman. Yeah, Nickel Robbie Coleman. I'm sorry. Um, he was with the Rams a couple years ago with Pleasant. He played his best football, and now right now Pleasant's the Lions DB's coach. So he's a guy to watch for. He's still a free agent. He shouldn't cost much. Had a li- bit of a down year last year, but he's still talented. You got Brian Poole from the Jets. He was hurt last year, but mm-hmm. he's been good when he hasn't been hurt. Um, Bouye's out there. Bouye's more of a outside starter. He's not really a nickel guy. Um. Well, do we trust Amari to be the number one cornerback, or would you rather bring in Bouye and put Amari at the slot? 
No, I think Amani and Okuda should start on the outside regardless. Uh, I don't want to bring in like another vet and just take their snap. Those guys need to develop, right? They have talent, especially Okuda. And Amani has shown like he could ball. He just they, – they, they need more playing time. You know, rotating in and out, that, that doesn't help them. That hurts their development. They need to learn I, while they're playing. They're still young. I mean, I mean last year, Amani Warrior was our best corner. And right. I think yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's going to change next year either. I think he's still going to be I the just, best corner. I, I think he's going to take a, like last year. I think he'll take another step in the right direction. I think he's going to. I think he'll solidify himself as a as a as a, as a corner as a as a starter. I will say that, that he could start in his league and, and and play really well. So, yeah, I'm I'm not worried about Amani Warrior at all. I'm worried. I'm more worried about can Jeff Okuda get it together. That that that's my concern right now. Well, I think he'll be. Is, I think he'll be okay. With Okuda, um, you got a new staff, right? This the staff actually knows how to coach DBs. Aaron Glenn was really good with Marshawn Lattimore, uh, Janoris Jenkins, Marcus Williams, and those guys down there. And then you also have Pleasant. He was good with uh, with Jalen Ramsey, right? Uh, Darius Williams, Troy Hill. Um, who's that guy they acquired from the trade? Marcus Peters, I think it was, right? Ooh, so, yeah. uh. Yeah, they, they traded him away. The Rams, yeah, they got Peters. Or they okay. acquired him. So Pleasant has been really good with DBs as well. So you got a defensive coordinator who's worked with DBs. You got a really good DBs coach. And you got Okuda's a hard worker too, and Amani's a hard worker. So you got guys who want to be great. And I think uh, they're in a good position now too. And this staff actually like relies on a pass rush. They're not just all about stopping the run. They actually want to rush the passer and stop the pass as well. So... I think this staff will, will be a big benefit to those guys, hopefully. And even Tracy Walker. I'm expecting Walker to take that step. Now, Will Harris, I mean, the guy is kind of like Jared Davis, reminds me of. He's just – he's fast. He's speedy. He just doesn't tackle well. He, he, he's late, you know. He's still processing things. Maybe Aaron Glenn and AP could, like, simplify things for him or help him out, but I just don't see it with him right now. I hope I'm wrong. I'm just, I'm just. What mainly is about is, all right, are we gonna have? A, are we finally gonna have like a pass rush? That's what I'm yeah. saying, man. You like because it, pass rush yeah, because yeah, because yeah, we we brought back Romeo. Can Romeo do it by himself? You know, uh, is, you is, 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 is Trey Flowers gonna? Is he gonna be there? I mean, yes, he's gonna be on the roster, but is he gonna be on the field? Is what I'm trying to say. Trey Flowers, I think can't, he can't, too. he can't stay on the field. Yeah, but also too, also too, you have to. I think one thing about Brockers is Brockers will get pushed in the middle, and that's one thing the Lions have really been hurting is we don't get pushed in the middle. Even if we get pressure from the outside, we never get pushed in the middle, and that's why I'm hoping Brockers can at least push that middle inside to make the quarterback uneasy, and then let Flowers and and um and Akora meet at the quarterback, you know. That, right. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping. And the thing is, I can't uh, – Brockers is great. I mean, he's a great addition. But it's not going to be as easy as it was in, yeah. in, with the Rams. Yeah, next to you. Exactly. <laughs> you have Aaron Donald next to you. Yeah. Everything is easy. You're going to put pressure because you have four people trying to block Aaron Donald. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, of course he was pushing the pocket in, in, with the Rams, but he don't have he don't have the Aaron Donald here. So we'll we'll see. I'm hoping – I'm hoping we have success because if yeah, it's all starts from the front. If the front plays well, our secondary is going to play well. One thing, if our one front thing, gonna also, play well is not going to not going to look good. One thing also to consider too is that Tra- Flowers, when he played, got double teamed a lot. He did, and I don't think that he'll be getting double teamed as much because now you've got a Quora who's got a new contract, hopefully going to 
build on what he did last year. And you're going to have to really pay attention to him. And then Brockers in the middle or hand in the middle. So now, and then linebackers flying at you. So, so you're going to, you're going to have some problems to deal with on with these linemen. So I, I think that's, a, that's one thing that the lions are going to see a lot of double teams, hopefully. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they're one-on-ones. I'm hoping. I mean, I'm, I'm more this year of seeing than believing. I, I, I got to see to believe it. <laughs> Because ask Pierre, ask Pierre. Every year I'm like, this is our year to finally have a pass rush. Yeah. <laughs> what Pierre, Pierre? What what year was that when we compared the pass rush to the 2014 pass rush? I, I don't even want to talk about. No, that. what year oh. was that? Was that was that was that a couple years ago when we? Who do we have? And we were like, yeah, this pass rush. We sure pass rush be... paid for a pass rush, so let's we'll... just put it that way. We we got money in those two guys, so we're hoping that they are gonna. You know, break out this year and have double-digit sacks. Both you know, I want to say something about the Lions' pass rush. I still think it's not that good, right? You do have Romeo Aquara. You do have Trey Flowers. But other than that, um, it's it's not much. You know, Brackers is an upgrade over Shelton, but it's still not much. But, but, big but. But we're hoping the staff, yeah. though, uh, could actually scheme some pressures, you know, like some twists, some stunts. Patricia didn't really do that. Exactly. Call some blitz, and you've got some you know? unproven depth in Aquara and, and Harris when they sign. Oh, I love so, Julian Aquara. I think with Julian Aquara, I think Harris special. could be underrated. I think he could be like a Kerry Hyder type of dude, you know. So you never know. Who? That Harris guy from the Falcons, Harris. For former first round draft pick. Oh, Charles Harris. I don't really think that highly of him. I'm gonna be honest. But oh yeah, the I, guy who picked up Charles Harris. <laughs> oh man. I mean, I, I'm not gonna say much. I'm not gonna say much because, yo, I said the same thing when we picked up Romeo Cora. I was like, yo, who the hell do exactly. we pick up? I said, who the hell do we pick up? But it was Tyler, Tyler, because Tyler, he went to the training camp when the Lions and the Giants did that joint training camp. So he, Tyler, saw Romeo when he was with the Giants, and he was like, yo, I saw this kid at camp. He can ball, and I was like, yo, this dude has like two sacks and four seasons. Why do we bring this guy here? And look, look, look at Romeo now, you know, so I'm not judging. I'm not judging nobody anymore until I see him play. It's all about opportunity and scheme. Yeah. Wasn't uh, Campbell the interim coach with Harris or was that like a while ago? When? Wasn't Campbell his interim coach in Miami? Oh, you talking about Charles Harris? Wait, what yeah. Uh, we talking about the Falcons. I think he was drafted by the Falcons. No, no, he was drafted by, by Miami. Oh, he, was one of, he, was one, he was one of Miami's um, failed uh, first-round picks. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> sure about that. Don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. No, I'm, I, 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 listen to me. He was drafted by Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I'm not sure if Campbell was like on the staff, though, when they drafted I, I, him. I don't, I don't know either because that was, what, 2015 Campbell was there? When, he, when was he drafted? 2017, I think? Yeah, I don't. Maybe Campbell wasn't. He was drafted. He was drafted the same year as Jared Davis, and the reason why I know this is because I remember Tyler telling me last week that he was a pick. <laughs> I think either right before Jared Davis or right after Jared Davis. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. I'll let you all debate that. Yeah, no, no problem. On. All right, yeah. uh, Malcolm. Yeah. So we we talked a little about the draft. Now let's go a little towards free agency. Right, you have. Um, Who's left? So, the Lions uh, had Demonte Casey in for a visit. He's a safety. He's uh, not coming here. He's not coming here. He signed with Dallas. But there are some solid safety options out there. There's Xavier Woods. He's out there. Trey Boston. You know, me and Tyler have always brung up Trey Boston. Like seems like every off season. Um, Xavier. Did I say Xavier Woods? No, he Xavier, Xavier Woods, Woods. Trey Boston. 
Um, so you, you got some guys out there, right? Malik Hooker, actually, you know, Hooker is a guy who was a first-round oh, pick. Oh, no. Really talented, but he's always been hurt. I got guessing on the field to save his life. Yeah, he's kind of like Han, unfortunately. Yeah, um, no. I know. Oh, and yeah, no, we, don't need, we don't need that. He's, he's not a knee, body kneecap material guy. <laughs> All right, so how would you feel about, for example, like Trey Boston or Xavier Woods uh, with uh, – oh, some breaking news. Chargers just signed Chase Daniel to a one-year, $1.5 million deal. He's going to back up Justin Herbert. You just did the same shit Tyler did last week. Yeah. You just, you just um, did the same shit Tyler just did last week. <laughs> Adam Schefter said it. Uh, reason why I say that is because <laughs> you, Tyler brought up the breaking news that we signed um, Tyler Boyle. Yeah. So And uh, now, I, and now you, you come up with the Chase Daniel news. Yeah, I don't know why they signed Chase Daniel, but I mean, good good for them, but good for him, I guess. He, he how much? How much how, how, what's the money he's making there? One point five. One point five million. Like I, I, yeah. I guess he didn't scam him too much. Nah, he didn't like, scam him too much. Yeah, he that's really like nice where that is. How much did we pay him? A lot, a lot. It was three years, thirteen mil. God damn. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he does reunite with Joe Lombardi because Lombardi was the coach down there and he was the backup. So I guess it makes sense, right? I don't know. Familiarity, I guess. He's a good coach, I guess, for Herbert. But just uh, – I, I don't want to talk about Daniel. Forget about it. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so uh, back, back to our safety topic. Uh, Trey Boston, Xavier Woods, and I'm, and I'm sure there's some other guys out there. I said Malik Hooker. There's probably some like lower depth guys out there. How would you feel about Trey Boston? <laughs> How would I feel about Whitehurst? I mean, it's the same shit. Like, all, like these guys, like, are they like gonna impact our secondary? Well, Trey Boston before last year was really good. Last year just had a down year, and I still don't think he's that bad, to be honest. Um, I just don't see any of these guys coming in. But like, all right, this guy does. This guy is solid. You know, this guy is a staple to our defense. Yeah, I believe he's 29. Someone's asking how old is Boston. He's 29 years old. So he's 29, not 29, and he's been on 29 different teams. No, he's been with Carolina and uh, who else was he? Trey Boston? Is it Trey Boston? Malcolm, are you thinking about the same guy I'm thinking of? I think I think I'm thinking about somebody different. This is a safety that always gets a one year a one year deal with Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. So he stays with Carolina. He's only doing one-year deals over and over again? I'll pull it up. Hold up. Because now I am confused. Um, so Boston was drafted by the Panthers. Well, he, he played with the Panthers first four years. Went one year and one year with the Chargers, and then one year with the Cardinals, then back with the Panthers right now. Okay, so, so this is fourth. This fourth. Well, not really fourth. He's, he's only team. played on three teams. He's been on three teams, and he's entering his eighth eighth year. Um, so yeah, he's he'll be twenty nine when the season starts. He's twenty eight right now. Oh man, I, I don't, I don't, I don't care if we if they get Trey Boston. It's gonna be like, okay, we got Trey Boston. If they I draft a safety, it. I'll be more happy of us drafting a safety. Right. I mean, but you, I, you do I need some. You need some vets in that locker room, though, especially that DB room. It's really young. I think the oldest guy in there right now is Tracy Walker. If I'm not mistaken. That's all. That's all you need. How old is Tracy? 
he's young. He's like 25 or 26. Shoot. <laughs> you need a guy in his Shoot, that's, all you, that's all you need man 21 savage man he's 26 you need i think you need like a like an older vet in there what about my dog will harris you think no. he's done is he done uh-huh. I, 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 I know i know i know you think he's done but like i don't put him in the tavai category um I don't know if he's done, but he, he's almost done if he's not done. So he has to he has to play a lot better. This he, has size, he has size and speed, man. Just got to put it together, bro. Yeah. Um, and you guys else want to come up, just ask a question or something? If not, you know what that means. It's the end of the show. Yeah. Yo, I can't see. I can't see the chat. I can't see. Um, the the people who's there right now, what's we going got, on? Yeah, we got Tonio in here, Tyler, not our, our Tyler, but a different Tyler. We got Stefan in here, Cole, what's up? Julia, what's up, guys? John, yep. Jacob, yep. and Nathan. Yep. What's up, guys? How y'all doing? What's going on in the chat, Pierre? Anything? Anybody asking any questions? Um, not not really. No, there's no question. Really? They're asking okay. about the age of uh, Trey Boston. But uh, okay, we got it. We got a guy in here. So we got John. John, what's up, John? Oh, what's just, up, John? Just when you're going talking about cornerbacks and safeties, don't you think it's maybe better just to get a bunch of uh, younger players, 25, 26? Just that's what I'm saying. Use it for a tryout year. Just get everyone in there as you can right now. Just to if it was up to me, it'll, I'll have a, nobody. Everybody will have speed and they'll be young. If it was up to me, but yeah, yeah John, that makes sense, but um, you also need to have some veteran leadership, though, in the uh, in the DBs room, right? You want to have like the leader in there. Do you want? Do you want to have? Well, the coaches are. I mean, Aaron, Aaron Glenn's there, and Aubrey Pleasant. They're they're the leaders this year, maybe. Right, right, they're but you coaches. still want to have like a guy like players can relate to, like an extra yeah, player let, in there. Let, uh, let, let Tracy Walker be that leader. What about that Harmon? Do you think they'd want him back? No, I don't think Harmon's. No, Harmon, no, no, no. Yeah. He, he, I don't think he's allowed in the building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard they had an interview with him. He was all positive about the coaches, so I thought maybe he might be coming back. Yeah, I don't think he wants to go through another rebuild, no, if I'm being honest. He'll probably like, chase, yeah. chase Patricia somewhere. Yeah. Because yeah. maybe we could pick up Hooker. He's always hurt. Maybe pick him up, put him on injured reserve for a year, try to get healthy for one year. Yeah. And, and then uh, just sit him on the roster for and save him for next year. That man's gonna come into the roster on IR. I'm yeah. Sure. <laughs> is he hurt so right sure. now? Is Hooker actually hurt right now? I don't know, man. But I could see like him coming in like in an ambulance. Yeah. Okay, let's be nice here. <laughs> he goes in the <laughs> He goes pulling up to the to the stadium. Pulling That's up to Allen Park. Smith. Pulling up to Allen Park in an ambulance, bro. He's already hurt. Like That's what, what the Monty hell? Smith's gonna be for you though. Yeah. How do you know? Oh, come on! No, man, I, I, I'm not giving up on Devontae Smith. Oh, the guy's got no legs. He's got little bean poles for legs. That kid. He's, he's been like that his whole life. And look at him. Yeah, hey. one NFL player snaps him in half, and they'll be, uh, he'll be on the IR. This was, you know what? I'll say this: if this was 2010, I would agree with you. But the the way the league is right now, you can't even breathe on a receiver rocking a a flag. Uh, I think it's the safest possible. The NFL is the safest possible. Now, I think the only concern is right now is, all right, if they jam him, is he going to get off the line? But that's, that's my the only, concern. That's the only concern I think there is as far as safety. 
unless somebody do something on accident, he's gonna be perfectly fine because he can't do anything to the receivers. He's like, he can't oh, breathe on him, can't grab him, can't touch him, can't can't look at him, can't 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 uh, <laughs> can't talk about his mom, can't do nothing, can't do nothing. <laughs> if, if we do, there you're gonna get a flag. You know the thing Throwing with Waddle is, I mean the thing fine. with Smith is he's a great route runner. Feels a little bigger. I and think he, he, he grow into that man. I don't know, Malcolm. Like, you can't just, like, grow. When you grow, you lose some of your speed and it's just stuff. Like, I don't they're saying the same. Cool. They, you know what? They said the same thing about Brian Burns. And that's why Brian Burns got drafted where he got drafted at. That's why that's we didn't no, that's that's why we, that's why we didn't draft Brian Burns. That, that was Patricia. Patricia, like, big guys. Um, I don't think Brian Burns, his size isn't really he's, a concern for me. But it was he, he, was, he was 135 coming in. And then when he, Brian he, Burns he, he, was not one. In college, he played in college as an end at one thirty-five. That was his concern. Two thirty-five, not one thirty-five. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> two thirty-five. He was two thirty-five playing defensive end. That's really small. That was his concern when he was in on Florida State. Is that oh shit, he's he's too small. But right now, what he's is he? Two sixty right now. Fifty right now. Yeah, I'm telling you, you guys could put him on weight. I mean, you'll you'll be surprised. They put these guys on the diet plans, and I think receiver and um, lineman are different, though, right? Not really. I'm telling you, 10, 10 pounds, ten fifteen pounds is not going to make. Is not going to make him lose any speed whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Actually, when you're talking about adding weight, do you know there's a a defensive end, an edge rusher that's uh, plays on played on UAB. His name's Smith, Jordan Smith, or something. Jordan Smith, yeah. Is he? Like he seems to be falling in the not falling, but he's kind of later in the draft. But he's kind of a he's like six seven or something, and he's uh two sixty. Looked like he'd be a great edge rusher, but and he played well last year for a smaller school. Is he something we might look at down the road? Or it's possible, right? He's six seven two twenty. Um, six seven two twenty. Yeah, he, yeah he's like uh, damn. Yeah, he's slim slim. It's kind of weird the way he's like built. Um. It's possible to be honest, but I, I think he's more like a day two pick, like maybe a late day two pick, like a third round pick. He's only two twenty. I thought he was born more like two fifty. Oh, that's really yeah, tiny. That's what I isn't see it? here. Let me pull up. Uh, let me see. Do you have his pro day yet? Do you know? No, I have, I have no idea. It's so a small he is listed call. here on. Uh, yeah, he's listed as. What I just said, yeah. So he's six seven two twenty. Oh, That's what it says. Maybe, maybe, maybe that was his weight when um he was coming into college. That was um. Yeah. Let's see here his draft network thing. Because two twenty. Oh, it says here six six two fifty five. There you go. That makes more sense. Yeah. So yeah, the other numbers were probably like old. when he first got yeah when he first came first got into college. Yeah. So um. Because he's got long arms too. I saw some highlights of him. He looked pretty good. I mean, again, smaller schools. I don't know what it, what that means, but uh, he looked pretty good and pretty good reach on some of the games he was in. But uh, right, yeah. As long, another... as long as he doesn't run a four nine, I'm straight. I'm good. He could join the club. Yeah, just no four eights, four nines speed, please. If, if you want a linebacker like an edge rusher like that, who who's athletic and who's kind of like like a tweener, kind of like a Brian Burns type of guy, but not really on his level yet, is a kid out of Penn State. I like a lot of Shaka Tony. He's like a maybe fourth or fifth round pick. He's a guy that I like. He has he has potential. He's athletic, right? Um, he's, he's obviously not fully developed yet, but, I mean, he'd be a fun developmental product for sure. Yeah. How tall was he? 
Uh, let me pull that up. He actually just had his pro day yesterday. Uh, oh, we have another guy in here. Oh, I'm just a second. He was six two two forty two. Yeah, there it is. I always like those tall, like those tall guys have huge arms too. You know, like wingspans of about like an eagle, four feet or something. But um, anyway, thanks, thanks, guys. Hey, yeah, no problem, man. Thanks, thanks again for joining, man. Tony also ran a four five one, so that that's why I like him. He's athletic. He's he's he has good size off the edge. What's up, Mike? What's up, fellas? You know, I, I look at the recent um, trade, and it makes me a little bit nervous that Miami traded up ahead of us, especially specifically to six after moving back. They must have somebody in mind that we have in mind because you didn't think that they wouldn't come back to six for a receiver, right? So it's probably, if I had to guess, is there a possibility after the pro day um, that Parsons is somebody they're going to jump ahead of us and take? I mean, I think uh, reading the tea leaves, that looks like that was kind of where we were going because of our free agent acquisitions, our focus on the offensive side of the ball. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those scenarios where I'm a little bit nervous now I think we're going to get screwed again here and, and we might have to kind of go the way of receiver. And I think when I think about, you know, how we got to this point, obviously it's frustrating because, you know, we let Galladay go. Um, now we're going to have to probably spend the capital on a, draw, a wide receiver in that top 10 capital that we've just, you know, we haven't really had in some time, you know, it were, you know, obviously last year, but before then it was, you know, some years. I mean, what are your guys' thoughts on on Miami moving back up to six? And I guess, what do you think that goes? What- All right. Um, when you look at the draft, I think the first four picks are going to be QB, and then you have five. You have Cincy. I think Cincy has to take Sewell. I think they're dumb if they don't. That's just personally my opinion. So then you you look at Miami, they're like, all right, so we have a choice with whoever we want. We could get a receiver. We get Parsons. We could take Slater. We could take Pitts. Right. So I think Miami went up to get a target they want for Tua. I don't know if it's necessarily to jump Detroit, but I think they're kind of guaranteed to get that target that they're looking for. Just because the first four quarter first four quarterbacks, then you got to tackle, then it's it's their pick, right? So whether it's Pitts, Smith, Waddle, or Chase, I, I don't know who they like, or maybe even Slater, who knows, or Parsons. I think they want to guarantee that their guy is going to be there. Yeah, you know, they I, I, I think the lot. same thing because yeah. because they were pick they were with the 49ers they were with number twelve. That's risky, you know. That's a chance of not getting Parsons or any of the three wide receivers. All three of them could be gone. Um, Chase Waddle and, and Smith could be gone by twelve. So they definitely wanted to go up to have the opportunity to explore their options. And the um, guy they're probably taking at three will probably be there at six. Like if they didn't have like a think so that's really smart business by chris yeah. uh, greer their gm exactly. yeah 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 because they, they they obviously came back into because they either it's a wide receiver or somebody to jump in front of us because you figured they could have traded back to eight or they could have waited to draft day and traded up and see how things fell you know what i mean because you probably know that the first five picks are going to be 
you know, something of a combination of maybe, you know, now that they've traded up, it's going to be four quarterbacks and a, and a, and a tackle. So, mm-hmm. you know, you want your pick of the first receiver off the board or you you realize Detroit's probably leaning towards a, a parcel. What do you guys feel like? I mean, what do you think they should where they should go with it? I mean, are you guys leaning more towards defense or are you more leaning towards the, the wide receiver? <laughs> See, my, my, I was a wide receiver heavy early because I think that's where the value is. But when you look at Rondell Moore and you look at all these really good players like the, the Minnesota kid, um, you know, all these good players at wide receiver. See, Nico Collins just ran a 4-4. You know, like, you know, there's going to be a lot of freaking wide receivers. Yeah. And to use that capital at seven when you could take a game-changing linebacker, which you've never had really in the last – God, I mean, I mean, Spielman was their last impact linebacker. I'd say Levy. Levy was a dog, but – Yeah, 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 yeah Levy blew his hip out. He was great. Levy. Wish would last yeah. longer. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate so what do you got- with him. Um, that's crazy because we talked about this earlier. Um, the Pierre, I, I know we kind of have different perspectives on it. Yeah. So personally, I'm not really a big fan of taking an off-ball linebacker in the top ten. That that's just me. I'd rather go with maybe like well, you I mentioned receiver. Uh, you have Perryman's only on a one-year deal. Tyrell Williams only on a one-year deal. So if you could get that game-changing receiver, or maybe like a guy, even like a guy like Rashawn Slater, would pair him up with Taylor Decker and Ragnow. And Jonah Jackson, that that's a scary O line for the future, right? Then you could you could build on uh, actually run the ball and terrorize teams and just give your quarterback all day to throw. Yes. Versus a linebacker, I feel like you could still find like a linebacker in like the third or fourth round, like a you're guy. You're not gonna like, find a Parsons later in this draft, bro. Not, not a Parsons, but you're, you're not gonna find a Parsons later in this draft. Malcolm, I think that Fred Warner was an All Pro quarterback. He was taken in the fifth Reeves round. <laughs> no, I, I get just, you, but I'm just saying that the talent, the the I guess the prospect level of talent is is different. You still get I like a Jabril Cox in the second gap. round, a Jamin Davis on day two. That's right? like that's like saying that's like this is just like saying this is just like saying we could have dropped a Jeff Okuda later in the draft. Yeah, it's like, it's just, just like saying the same thing. The the talent gap is different. This, this Parsons is better than those guys. Yeah. But, yeah, but Parsons has those off-field issues as well right now, and those kind of scare me. I don't know how <laughs> true they are. <laughs> if you don't know them, just go on Google and you'll see how they are. It, it doesn't. It, are. Listen, bro. Me personally, if you do nothing to a female, I don't care what he do. He's a he's a young kid. He people. He, uh, he apparently, are you talking about the hazing uh, thing. The hazing, the hazing thing? thing and the thing where like he assaulted um a younger Shit. younger player. When I was like young, second. I assaulted somebody too, bro. It, it happened. That kind life. of assault, like he put his. <laughs> no, but you gotta, you gotta understand, Pierre, too, man. This team has not had impact players. I don't give a shit where the impact uh, players go. They need well, somebody to, to kids. be an impact player. You know, for me, I mean? for me, if you don't know kids, you don't to know late. Like you ain't beat nobody. You mean you don't to know kids? I don't care. That, that, whatever, whatever happens is whatever. But um. Uh, as far as Parsons and, and everybody else, I think at seven, I think we're in a great spot to just grab a great player. I personally don't have like a guy like, oh, this is a guy who I want at seven. You know, I think whoever we are able to pick up at seven is a different situation that we were in last year. Last year, we picked up Jeff Fukuda. A lot of people thought different. I told him it's going to be a learning curve. He's not going to come in right away. He's not going to impact the team. I said that when we drafted him. Then we saw what that happened last year. Yeah, this year is going to be a lot different. You this year, it was a redraft, would you? 
what I, yeah, you're talking Hell to the wrong no. guy. You're talking to the wrong guy because I wanted um somebody else, but let's not talk about that. Um, this year's a lot different. The reason why I say that is because whoever we pick up at seven is there's not gonna be a learning curve. I think these guys, whoever we pick up at seven, is gonna come in right away. Whether it's the right receiver, whether it's the offensive tackle, whether it's Parsons, whoever we pick up at seven is gonna come in right away and impact the team in some way. So that's why I'm, really um, I'm not really worried. I'm not really worried. I want to bring up. Uh, Josh, actually, the Buccaneers drafted Devin White at number four, I believe, a couple years ago. So I want to see what are his thoughts on drafting an off-ball linebacker early in the draft. I, I, I don't get, I don't get what people are scared about it for. All the top, again, the top linebackers are picked to, to the top ten. What's up, Josh? What's going on, guys? So, Josh, we're having a debate about drafting an off-ball linebacker um, in the top ten. The, the Buccaneers did it. You covered the Buccaneers. Please, please tell, please, please tell us. Yes, please. Do you us. think uh, Parsons is worth a top ten pick, and do you think the Lions should consider? Uh, Parsons is hands down the best off-ball linebacker in the draft. There's no doubt about it. He's probably one of the only prospects, other than either Caleb Far- Caleb Fairley, who's going to be drafted in the top ten as a defensive player. Uh, this draft is just not strong for defensive players. There's only a handful of, I think, true game changers that are ready to step in and make a make an immediate impact. Parsons is one of them. Um, both cornerbacks are Tanner Fairley are one of them. I think that uh, I still can't pronounce his name, and I've been studying him. Awosu, Awosu Wasu. Jeremiah um, Awosu Karumo or something like that. Awosu Karumo, yeah, and um, Gregory Russo. After that, I think all these people are going to need a little bit of time to get a- adjusted to the to the NFL game. Yeah. Um, Parsons, I don't know if you watched his pro day or at least watched the, read some of the highlights. The guy's an absolute machine. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. his, his bench press is forty time. Oh um, my god! I think he's he's going to be. I think he's going to be great at the NFL at the next level in the NFL. And I forget who was just saying. I think it was Malcolm. He's a guy who comes in right away and you plug him and you play him. Yeah. He's not a guy that's going to need some time. He's a guy. That, I mean, he might might take him a couple minutes to adjust, you know, a couple games right. to really adjust to it. But after that, I mean, the, the what you saw from Devin White his rookie year, where he really turned it on, you know, in that last three quarters of the season, took a quarter to get adjusted, got injured, but came back and he was just a, playing with his hair on fire. You're going to see that from Parsons. And the only Josh. thing that's, that's making me hesitate on Parsons there's the red flags, the the off the field stuff, but yeah, that's teams are going to do their due diligence, and if they if they do that and they realize that hey, this guy's clean, this guy's good, he's you know, then I don't see any reason why a team like the 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 Lions should jump over, should should not select them. I mean, they need help on both sides of the ball. Obviously, a wide receiver with Galladay and and um, Marvin Jones Marvin. leaving, but uh, I don't know. It's a tough call. You can let get wide receivers in the draft. You can't get a good linebacker like him in the draft. Let me ask you a question because you covered the Bucks. Now, when the Bucks drafted Devin White, did you feel like, oh, we drafted off-ball linebacker in the top ten? No, because if you look at the tape, especially and then the numbers that he put up at his combine and pro day, and I mean, you knew the guy was going to be special. I mean, it, just watching him. Exactly. That's why I'm, that's, I'm I'm confused on where is this coming from. Yeah. I mean, but, but Josh. But Josh you got. I mean, I, I I agree with Malcolm. I think he agreed with my point that I made up about. I think Miami. I mean, well, I don't know if he agreed about with Miami. Miami definitely jumped up because they they have a beat on who we're trying to get. They specifically jumped up to six. But I mean, when you look at White, White number one was drafted in the top five. Number two, know. you could argue that 
that White, I mean, that, 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 that Parsons might even be a better prospect than White coming out of college. From the size, mm-hmm. the speed, I mean, like... As like a pure athletic athlete. standpoint, I, I would agree with you there. But the, the, the red flags are there. Um, yeah. I disagree with you that they moved up specifically to get ahead of the Lions, though. Um, from what was reported today, the 49ers were trying to trade with the, with the Bengals and with, also with Atlanta. And Atlanta yeah. wouldn't budge, and neither would the Bengals. They, they were comfortable where they were. They didn't want to move up. Um, and for being offered those types of packages, you would think that they might be like, okay, let's think about it. You know, two first round picks, um, including one, three, if you include the one, the swap this year, plus an extra third, maybe even take the third off the table. Cause they're, you know, they're not moving up all the way up to three. Um, but th- that's a very enticing deal. And for the fact that teams that, especially a team like Atlanta, that's going to be rebuilding and a team like, uh, Cincinnati, who is in the middle of a retool rebuild, and they already have their franchise quarterback. Atlanta's one thing; they're they're probably clearly targeting one of these franchise quarterbacks um, because Matt Ryan, they're 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 going to be moving on from him shortly. So whichever one falls to him, I think whether it's Trey Lance or Justin Fields, they're going to try to grab. But as for the Bengals, I mean, that's a lot to get to pass up on. So Philly was the next logical team down the road, and if it wasn't Philly, it might have been Detroit. That they that they yep. made the 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 offer to to move back up so, um and and load Detroit up with another first, future first round pick so, um I don't think it was necessarily like okay we got to get in front of Detroit we we have to it's you know we have to stay in the top ten we have to stay mm-hmm. you know in the top six top seven to ensure that we get you know either Kyle Pitts Jamar Chase or Devontae Devontae Smith exactly and and the reason why I say that too is because if they would have stayed put. Yeah, look at it this way. Philly most likely is going to grab a receiver. Um, Detroit, nobody really knows what Detroit's going to do. Are they going to grab a linebacker? Are they going to grab a receiver? You know, what is Detroit going to do? They don't know. So they, I don't think they wanted to risk it because at that point, you're going to miss out on the top three wide receivers. I think they really just really want one of those top three wide receivers for tour. Now, could they go Parsons? I want to be, I want to be that shocked if they drafted Parsons at, at I six. Just, I just think with what they have. Um, Talent-wise, I think there's some good linebackers in the second round. The Chad Surratt, I there's. think, and especially where they're picking, I think 34 um, or 30. No, it's 36, I believe, actually. 36, um, yeah, yeah, 36. Like you know, a guy like uh, Bolton or a guy like uh, Zayvon Collins might fall to them. A uh, Jabril Cox might still be around. Like I said, Chad Surratt, Jamin um, Davis. The dude, the, yeah, the dude from uh, Alabama. His name is escaping me right now. Dylan. Am I crazy, Josh, to think that Rondell Moore might be better than all these guys? I mean, you see what he did to Ohio State. Very, very poor people, poor talent around him. Poor I like Rondell Moore. I think I honestly think he's going to be the best receiver in the, in, in the draft coming. I think he's a Tyreek Hill. And I, like, I don't know. He's got. He had no talent. None around him. I, I, I like him, but the thing is, does he fall to 18? Because I think as the draft moves forward, I think other teams are really going to like him. His speed, his his Tyreek Hill likeness, you know, his ability to line up in the slot and just kind of fly, his ability to move around um, and play other positions at the wide receiver spots too. I I, I just don't see him falling to 18. I think they have oh, better wow. chance of grabbing. I, I no, I, I don't. I think they have. Guy, yeah, you, you, you don't. You don't think 
you think he can go in the first round in the, the top twenty? You said Rondell Moore. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I think so. Oh boy, I think so. I just think that's not that's not a shocker. Moore, yeah, I think someone moves up for those guys. I think it's, it's not it's not a shocker because of his forty time. I, well, I think after those guys and you know everything that Mike just said, I think after those guys, there's, I mean, a lot. Some people like Kadarius Tony. I mean, I think he's more of a one trick pony. Um, but I mean, there, there's teams are going to like him too. But I think the top five wide receivers in this draft are exactly the big three: Moore and and um, uh, Bateman. Kid from came from uh, Minnesota. Yeah, Bateman. Bateman, Bateman. Yeah, Rashad Bateman. Bateman. Yeah. I think those are the top five, and I think if those four, I mean, if those four are off the board sitting around 15, you, you might see a team either trade up and jump up to, there to get one. Um, it's possible he could be there at 18. It is. but Josh, even if he's like 5'7", um, you think he goes that early? Yeah, I don't think. I don't think so. I mean, we're talk, look, at we're talking about Devontae Smith, you know. Yeah, I mean, what is he yeah. five, five, seven, one hundred and seventy? Forget pounds, five, the no, 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 no. Forget the speed. He's six one. No, Rondell Moore is not six one. We're talking about I Smith. believe Devontae Smith is six one or six feet. I don't. Yeah, Devontae Smith is six. He's he's, I think he's six one. He's, he's six just, one. I think he just, he just, he just, he just skinny. Tiny. That's what it is. He's skinny. No, Rondell Moore. You watch that sleep guy. Over my, he needs to sleep over my house so I could, we can feed him. <laughs> Rondo Moore is not just a speed guy, man. I mean, you watch that Ohio State game. That was one of the few games Ohio State lost in the last several years. I'm telling you, he beat them single handedly. It, it I mean, mean, was, he, yeah, he, I know. He was crazy. Look what happened with Henry Ruggs last year. He's way better. Yeah. Someone's going to fall in love with Henry that, Ruggs. Way better. Exactly. And someone's going to fall in love with that. I mean, he I could think be Waddle. 18, but do you want to risk it? I mean, when you could probably get Jeremiah there, you could probably get, um, you know, move down even from 18 and grab one of those linebackers. So, like I said, at 36, you, you're still probably looking at Bolton on the board, Jabril Cox on the board, the dude from Alabama who I can't think of his name right Dylan now. Dylan Moses. Um, Jam, yeah, Dylan Moses, Jam and David. Like, there's, there's going to be guys there at linebacker that they can grab or even move up into the first round and grab another guy. I think you grab your, your, your stud wide receiver early. You grab one of those tackles, whether it be Christian Darisaw, Tevin Jenkins, one of those guys at eighteen, and then you grab um, you you grab your uh, your your linebacker or your running back there at thirty six, and then you grab whichever one you didn't take there at um, at fifty one. Is it fifty two? I'm not. I sure. think 50 it's fifty even. I think it's fifty even. Fifty even. Yeah. So you know they they have a bill. Plus they still have third round pick. I mean they've. They've they've got enough ammo in the tool shed to be able to to do what they want to do, but I mean, getting right. a, a top tier guy. I mean, Will Fuller is only on a one year deal. I think Devonte Parker. Have you seen the last year of his deal? Did he sign an extension? I'm not sure. No, he signed an extension, didn't he? He was extended. Yeah. Yeah, he was extended. Devonte Parker. Yeah, I think he got a three year deal. Like a year yeah, ago. I... I don't. I'm not sure. I don't. It's <laughs> Miami. I mean, Devonte Parker's a loser. And that's just because he fucks me every year in fantasy, except the one year <laughs> in the draft. Yeah, he is. Uh, no, he's not a loser. He's a good player. He has four years remaining on his deal. Well, that was three years. Or yeah, years. so they just signed him last year. Three years. I'm sorry. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I think pairing him with one of those top tier wide receivers, whether it's Smith, Waddle, or Ch- Jamar Chase, is 
going to be important for his development. Either that or they might shock us all and trade all those picks to Houston and grab Deshaun Watson Ooh. with Tua. Who knows? Ooh. I mean, they have enough picks now that they can do that where they're still, you know, you can trade your two first rounds this year, your first round next year, and still, you know, still have a plethora of picks left to go. Josh, do you think, like, with the thing going on with Watson, though, I think teams might let the legal process play out first and then see what happens with him. Well, the thing about Watson, I think if any trade happens during the draft or before the draft, those are going to be those are, those picks are going to be heavily protected, kind of like what we see in the NBA. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see; they'll probably get the first round pick this year, number six, but the the future picks will probably be conditional thirds that can go up to a first based on like just if he's on the roster, you know, oh. something like that or or whatever. Like I think that's you know based on suspension, based on roster, whatever whatever basis, whatever. Comp- you know, tags they want to put along with it. I think that's what they'll, what, what any team will do, not just Miami. They'll give them their first round pick this year because I don't think anything happens within this year. You know, things, it's court. Things are going to get pushed off. They're going to extensions. They're going to file for after the season, this and that. It depends right. on what the NFL does versus, you know, suspension or whatnot. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, the, the conditions on the picks will be based off whether he's on the roster, this or that. And uh, they'll they'll all be conditional picks after that first one this year. So if the it's going to be a situation to play out. Yeah. You killed my but whole I mean, buzz with Rondell Moore, man. I don't even want to hear anything more. I thought we were going to be able to get him in the second round, but you just told me. Oh, top no, Rondell Moore's going in the first round. Man, he might, just, if he doesn't go in the top 18, he's definitely going. He'll definitely be off the board before the Detroit Lions. Mike, pick. if you want like a, a damn sure. if you want a speedy guy, a guy on day two, I like, uh, like in the third round is Tutu Atwell. If you want to go yeah. early, like fourth round, Anthony Schwartz maybe, maybe late third. He's really fast. Um, Jalen Darden, fourth, fifth round guy. Yeah, I mean, um, you guys, Kadarius Tony might be there for you. He, I mean, I'm a little concerned with his drops. A little, he has some drop issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Kadarius Tony might be there. Amon Amon Ross St. St. Brown would probably yeah, be he's there. Good. He's a really good route runner. I mean, probably the best route runner in the class. Um, yeah. This this wide receiver class is so freaking deep. It's it's ridiculous. Right. Uh, if you're not, if, and to be honest with you, the, the Lions will be able to grab one of those wide receivers. I mean, unless unless the Bengals do something crazy, and they don't draft Penny Sewell should be there for them prime for the taking and they yep. draft the wide receiver instead like a jamar chase to pair with mm-hmm. even if they do i mean you'll still have your pick of one of those top three wide receivers and maybe kyle pitts i think I mean, if sewell was on the board detroit would run to the podium and just take him i think if anyone if he's on the board yeah. past number five i think anyone should yeah i, mean, I don't he should think be it... going number three overall yeah Sewell's a great uh... player for a rebuild He's just a great player in general. You want that type of player. Like, um, I don't think uh, Atlanta would take him. I think Atlanta would probably take Lance or Fields, just depending who's on the board. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm thinking they're hoping Fields falls there. I mean, they'll be able to market Fields and sell Fields to their fan base, a Georgia boy who they all watched, one of the best. Him and uh, Trevor Lawrence were the two best quarterbacks coming out. He right. played at Georgia, you know, obviously transferred, but he played at Georgia originally. That would be the guy that, you know, homegrown, homebred talent that played in Georgia for a minute, comes back to Georgia, and, you know, restarts that, that franchise. All right, guys, I actually have to close this down. Do you guys want to say anything else or have any other questions regarding the Lions or the draft? You could go or I have to close this down. Yeah, I'm going to head out, time. guys.
All right, See guys. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks for coming on. And that's a wrap, Malcolm. Sure. It was nice Derp. talking to you. Josh, thanks for coming on. Mike, Charles, Nathan, Tony O'Cole. Thanks Derp. for coming on, guys. Derp. And Derp. we're out. Derp. Peace. Just like he said, we're out. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.